Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome into our audience in Richmond. They'll be with us for the next three hours on the flagship 1067. We're taking you up to 630 here on Grant and Danny. In one hour, we got a four-pack of Caps tickets. Could be yours just for listening and calling. Got to be with us in one hour when we give those away ahead of the Beltway Blitz. And Andrew Brandt, the latest on a possible commander's sale, going to join the show at 6 o'clock right here on Grant and Danny. Get you uh, some details on what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Sounds like Jets officials are going to fly out to meet with him tomorrow. So we'll tell you about that in a moment. But we just kind of stumbled into this. We were talking about the fact that the Amazon Prime Friday NFL game that's going to launch this season on Black Friday is going to be a new tradition in the NFL. If we, we had originally the two games on Thanksgiving. Anything that's great, we're going to expand, right? So now we have three games that's in right. Thanksgiving night. The league and Amazon and Bezos want a Friday game. They've wanted this for a while. There's some rules that prohibit them playing at night because of high school football in the country, so they have to play the game earlier in the day. So what they've decided on is this 3 p.m. start time for a Friday nationally broadcast, streamed on Prime game that will be free in year one here. I want that to be the commander's landing spot. And whether or not the league would be interested, I'm not sure. I guess it depends on a lot of things. But do you agree with me that if Bezos were to buy the team, it would make a lot of sense, actually? It would make perfect sense. It's it's a natural fit. It's a key to the keyhole, baby. That's exactly what it would be. Because what you're doing is the prime game by the prime guy that owns Amazon Prime. Please and thank you. Sign me up. I'm showcasing my product while also showcasing my other products, a.k.a. the football team. But really, it's about Amazon Prime. Of course, that would make sense. This team also just needs to get some marketing. A little bit at this point, I would say. Yeah. They need the brand out there. We, well, despite their insistence they're a global brand now, they're not. So they could use some of that. We talked yesterday about the defenders and the fact that it seems like they have more homegrown kind of nuanced culture at an XFL stadium where they've played two games than you get at FedEx Field for the commanders right now. And whether that's fair or it isn't, and someone could disagree with that, and maybe they're right. 
The point is, they have to grow this thing again. This Commander's brand might work. The name eventually might stick, and people might start to like it in a way that they don't yet. But they've got to build this into something, and they haven't yet. So one cool thing that they could do is they could become the annual Friday team. I know when I was a kid, the first thing I thought of when I thought about the Detroit Lions was Barry Sanders, and the second was that they play on Thanksgiving. It's not a th- something I think about a whole lot now, honestly, as I, you know, I'm watching Hard Knocks with Dan Campbell. Same thing with the Cowboys. I don't necessarily see the star on the side of the helmet and think, oh, they play every year on Thanksgiving. But I promise you that when I was eight years old and learning the NFL, one of the first things you know about the Lions or the Cowboys is they're the Thanksgiving team every year. Uh-huh. And I think there would be some value in being known for something. Let's go to Mo, who's in Largo on G&D. Hey, Mo. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, buddy. So, question, how does that affect the short game week? So, does that mean we get this game and we still have an, another game on Thursday, or does this count for our Thursday game? I believe this would count as your Thursday game will, because th- there's no other Friday game, so they're not going to just say, well, this is your Friday game. So, I think this would count as your, your short week yeah, game. Yeah, the league changes the Sign title, not up. to Thursday game, to your, quote, short week game, and then problem solved. Sign me up. And I would imagine or could imagine that this could be somewhat of a bargaining chip within the negotiation process for the sale of the team as well. So who knows? From How you know, do you figure? What do you mean by that? Well, with regards to the league, you know what I'm saying? Because they're going to give the game, but they're not going to necessarily give the game to the commander. So within, you know, saying as far as the price of the team, maybe he's willing to, I don't know, maybe take or Maybe his bid isn't as high because maybe he can reap the benefits on the back end with that game. You see what I'm saying? I don't know how that could be negotiated, but I'm sure they could find a way if they could make it feasible for both parties. So in other words, to entice a new owner, say, hey, if you if you pay up a little bit, you'll be the Friday team. Something like that. Something to dangle. That's really smart, and it's something that that new owner, whether it's Bezos or anybody else, should absolutely do. I don't know how to quantify what it is worth to the Lions to have been the Thanksgiving team. I thought it's got to be something. It's quite literally what their entire image was at one point in yeah. time, to be honest with you. Like, they don't win Super Bowls. They don't win championships. In Detroit, they love the Lions. Nationally, people just Google all the time. Why are the Lions the team on Thanksgiving? That's what you knew them for. They're synonymous with that. It's worth something. By the way, I just got uh, tagged in a tweet here. Our buddy Matthew Paris. Looks like was the first on the scene on this. He wrote a story on Thanksgiving Day this past fall saying, I'll just read the very beginning, if you didn't know the NFL is going to play a game on Black Friday next season, you wouldn't be the only one. Washington Commanders coach Ron Rivera genuinely had no idea the league is expanding its slate. Uh-oh, that's a reoccurring theme. <laughs> Rivera not knowing about something? That's tough. Uh, there's got to be a sound clip of that somewhere. Does anybody have anything like that? No, I don't think mm. so. Commanders coach Ron Rivera genuinely had no idea the league is expanding its slate to include the day after Thanksgiving, but it's true. The NFL announced last month what we're talking about right now. Paris argues that the Commanders should have the Black Friday game. Now, I'm sure he draws the same link we do with Bezos, because I think that's the easiest road to walk here. Bezos buys the team. The game's on Amazon Prime. He's the owner of both the team and the network. Easy peasy. I'm just telling you that, and I don't know how to, to move these mountains. If it's Tillman Fertitta, he doesn't own Prime. 
They're probably not playing at his hotel chain as a venue. I understand that. Mm-hmm. They should, in the same way that I would be fighting tooth and nail for hard knocks, I would be begging the NFL to bring hard knocks to my building. I would be pleading with the league, help us. You guys know what our books look like right now through this ownership sale process. You know how bad things have gotten. You know what our season ticket holder numbers are at. You know the money that we pay into the pot here. You want to help revitalize this sleeping giant? Here's a way to do it. Here's what we do. Give us some some support. Hard knocks, you're in D.C. Black Friday game, you're in D.C. You know what we're wearing on Black Friday? All black, by the way. Oh, hello, sir. We're wearing the silly all black uniforms that you don't like. But I love them. You, They're you, fun. Okay. Yeah. They're uniforms, so you don't want to talk about them, but I don't know if you like them or no, not. No, no. I actually, of the of the new slate of lies that are their uniforms, that's my favorite one. Because that's new. When you told me it was going to be. A new slate of lies? Yeah, because you told me it was going to be the same, and it's not the same. As, as soon as you tell me it's not the same, we can move on to the next thing. They never told me that black jerseys would be the same, because that's invented. That's new. That's a new thing that we're doing. And the new thing that we're doing was fine. I like that. We can be eliminated. Yeah. That's what we wanted. Yes, you can be. But the clip needs to say, we could play on a Black Friday. <laughs> they don't have games on Fridays. And, and they don't do that. They really don't. Okay. There's Friday games. Draw me a map if you've played on a Friday. We can be eliminated. Yes. Be where your feet are if your feet are there on a Friday. Everything we need is in this room, okay? Everything we need is on a Friday. Let's go to Brian in Harper's Ferry on Grant and Danny. What's up, Brian? Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Thanks for taking my call. What's about it? So, how about we do this? Jeff does Friday, right? And he also does Saturday. Commanders play on Friday, and then the NFL can pick the two teams on Saturday, and we get Thanksgiving weekend football four days straight. Here, mm, I'd be into that as an NFL guy. They, for whatever reason, are afraid to go up against college football. So you don't see Saturday games until the college football season enters that lull of of the you know the bowl season or whatever, where they just make kids not play for a month, which is the weirdest thing ever because they're pretending they're setting for finals or whatever and, and not treating it like a minor league organization, which is basically what college football is at this point. So for whatever reason, the, the NFL has said, no, no, we can't mess with it. I would do that for the record. You have a captive audience. Everybody's at home. You get the four-day football extravaganza around Thanksgiving. I think it's perfect. I'd be in, but the NFL has shown reluctance to do anything to run afoul of college football. Ricky and Ashburn doesn't like my idea. Ricky. Doesn't want to be the Friday team. Ricky. Ricky, you're asleep at the wheel, my guy. So going back, this goes back to 1961 where I went to Congress. and Basically, they allowed it Sunday to the NFL, Saturday to college, Friday to high school football, obviously dollars make sense. So things have changed since then. But uh, Friday, would you rather like ruin your weekend watching the Redskins or ruin the start of your work week on a Sunday weekend? Because, and I I understand I'm, I'm smelling what you're stepping in. I've already got to be at work. Now this job is awesome, but like, I've got to be at work already. See what I'm saying? And that's already not that awesome. Don't ruin a week. The weekend, you're going to eat anyway. You're going to sit on your fat butt. You're shuttling your kids around. I'd rather I'd rather ruin the weekend where I'm already eating delicious food and cheating on my diet than ruin the week. I'll go one step further than that. I want the most Sundays where I can enjoy the NFL. It's 
good point, too. I want to sit on my couch. You, everyone's got red zone now, okay? In the room right now, raise your hand if you have red zone. Every single one of us. I raised I my wanna, right hand, by the way. I want to be able to sit on Sunday and watch every game I want to. I want to be able to f- pull up my site that I use for all my number numbers and stats. I want to be able to, to live tweet games or not. I want to be able to watch a Fox on one screen, CBS on another, Red Zone on another, be in the lab in my basement, see everything. The more Monday and Thursday games for Washington or, or London games or Sunday night games, the better for me because I get football all day. I get my thing. That makes me happy, and then my thing that makes me sad. And I get to do them both. So, yes, Fridays, absolutely. Uh, Steve's in PG County. You get the last word. What's up, buddy? Hey, Steve. Steve? Steve. How you doing? Hey, buddy. I'm sorry. I was was so busy listening to you guys. Um, The thing with the high school situation, the Friday night games, they, they don't want the NFL to compete, and I think it's a good thing. They don't want the NFL to compete. With Friday night games, because that's the time, the only time the parents have to come see them. That's the time when they get exposed. That's the time where people who don't always go to games will go to these games. It hurts their revenue, and it also hurts that watching the kids participate. So I think it's a good thing that the NFL has, has agreed to not compete on these Friday night games. I agree with you. I will say that if they didn't agree to that decades ago when everyone was nicer, they would not agree to it now because everything now is about money. Yes. <laughs> so they would just be airing Friday night games and making all of the money. But yeah, I think it's I think it is a healthy good no, thing. No, I, I understand I understand why it's in place. I'm and I'm not talking about doing it every Friday. This I'm is saying, a one-off. Yeah, one time around a holiday or one time around New Year's or something like that, you could do it. I mean, I understand, you know, Thanksgiving there's there there are famous games all the time, especially in DC. There's the Turkey Bowl and that's like right in the heart. That's like right, you know, a little bit after homecoming. You're re- getting ready for state playoffs and things. I understand that. I'm just saying one time, you can't play on a Friday simply because of high school football? As it, that just seems a little strange to yeah, me. Yeah, and I do think that's an important clarification. This would not be an attempt. The, the league's not trying to play a game every Friday night. Right, and it's nor should what, they. They want this one day after Thanksgiving when most people are off anyway and at home to have a game, and Amazon Prime is willing to pay for these rights and do this because they want people to be at home buying their items and their holiday gifts, not out at the mall and at the stores shopping for them. Uh, we've got some breaking NFL news to get to. Let's go to Earl Forsey. Breaking sports news on the fan presented by BetQL. Smarter bets. Start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. So the franchise tag deadline, 45 minutes away. Ravens already made their decision Baltimore will use the non-exclusive franchise tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson. Okay, here we go. Tag is worth $32.4 million for the upcoming season, but the non-exclusive tag allows Lamar to negotiate with other teams in the NFL now. Baltimore could choose to match any offer he gets. Otherwise, they would receive two first-round draft picks as compensation should Jackson sign with another team this is going to be very interesting to see what happens I would imagine it's a lot of teams who give up a couple of first rounders for Lamar Jackson but that's a story today still 45 minutes to go before the deadline with breaking sports news from the crop medcalf five-star sports desk I'm Earl Forsey on the fan thank you Earl there you go Ravens non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson now this was the expectation we Uh kind of thought this was going to come but it's open season now so here's what this means, okay? That there's a deadline in place for him to 
sign the non-exclusive franchise tag in the middle of July on July 15th. The big question is going to be, if he's not traded, will he show up and participate and play along? My answer to that is yes, because after the new CBA, I think it's really, really cost prohibitive for players to hold out. You're just not going to see it like you once did with Le'Veon Bell. And I also don't anticipate a quarterback ever doing it. There's just a different expectation and a different role that you play within an organization. You're also just leaving so much money on the table. Talking about 32 million bucks, right? If he sits out, he doesn't accrue the season. You're just right back to square one the following year, potentially. So eventually, he can scream and and kick as much as he wants to. He's going to show up and play football if he can't be traded. That's the big if. There is the if. So, does this? Do you feel like this is now a license for Lamar Jackson and his camp? I guess right now he had not an agent; it's him and his mom. But his camp, whoever's doing this for him, to now seek a trade. Is that how you read this? Well, I mean that's. That's what it is. Now, whether or not they go do that or can pull it off, I mean, the the rules are the rules, right? Mm -hmm. Jackson is free to negotiate with every single team in the NFL and can sign an offer sheet with any team that makes him a contract offer. So let's just say today the commanders and Lamar Jackson want to talk about a contract. Now, I shouldn't use the commanders because I already know people are going nuts in this town that they're going to go get Lamar Jackson. And they ain't, okay? So everyone relax. I'll pick a new team just to save us some headaches. Just for fun. Let's just say that the Raiders Raiders want to trade for Lamar Jackson. They agree to a contract. They say, we're going to pay you $47 million a year fully guaranteed for the next four years. Lamar and his mom and whoever's helping them are in on the deal, so they agree to it. The Raiders have to pay that sum to Lamar Jackson and then also trade multiple first-round picks to the Ravens. So once he signs, Baltimore has the option of matching the offer. The the Ravens can say, oh, we'll do four at 47 and fully guarantee it. Newsflash, they won't. They have no interest in doing that, and I think they're correct, by the way. They can decline to match the offer, at which point they say, give us your first in the next two years. There's not a negotiation, really, at that point to to dumb down the trade. I guess there could be if Baltimore was interested. But as soon as you agree to the deal with Lamar Jackson, you are basically telling the Ravens they have two options. Uh They sign them to that deal, or you give them the first-round pick this year and next year that you have. So I was speaking to a Ravens fan here on this subject, and he felt like, now granted, this this is my version of Andrew Brandt (laughs) retweeting some guy with a theory, but he thought this was simply a, a guarantee for the Ravens that they wouldn't just let him walk away, wouldn't lose him for nothing, and they're still going to continue with their contract conversation. Of course. And, that's, and, and this was less about Lamar shopping himself around and more about the Ravens solidifying, just making sure we don't lose him for nothing. Not that that was ever an well, option. Well, today's a formality. Yeah, today's a formality. You know, right. To, the, the, I guess you could have gone exclusive versus non-exclusive. To me, this was always going to happen. Mm-hmm. The deadline is 4 o'clock, 50 minutes away, now 40 minutes away. And so he was going to get tagged. This allows you to continue to negotiate. The problem is it seems like there's bad blood. Like even in the case of Deron Payne, where I think the, the tea leaves will tell you, Washington and Deron Payne may not get a long-term deal together. This feels like Lamar wants one thing. His reality, he looks at, I I, I want to be Deshaun Watson money. They're saying that's, they'll never do that. Yeah, that's nuts. 
So if if everything is reported correctly, and not only are they nowhere near a deal, but there is now some turmoil between the two sides, uh-huh. he would seem like a great candidate to trade. And why wouldn't a team give up two ones? If you're the Falcons or the Raiders, yeah. it would make a lot of sense in this NFL where you've already seen this guy play at an MVP level where you would be drafting a quarterback with one of those first-rounders anyway. So you're talking about one more first, and you get Lamar Jackson. The problem is just what contract is he going to demand from these teams? The problem to me is not the two ones. Right. I think you could have 10 teams willing to trade two ones for Lamar Jackson. The problem is you also then have to take on the money an astronomical contract in terms of guarantees. And and I would just tell you, I wouldn't be interested in doing that. And and just for point of reference, I love him. I think I like him even more than you do, just as a, as, as a player. And I'm not saying you dislike him. I wouldn't do that either. And again, I love the guy. I am I'm a huge fan. It would scare the bleep out of me simply because of the injuries. Simply because he has not been there down the stretch multiple times for my squad as we're fighting for for the postseason. That that's the reason I can't do the guaranteed thing. I'll give you a lot of guaranteed money, a whole bunch, in fact. We'll pay you the market. And when I say the market, I don't mean the out of whack to Mars Deshaun Watson situation. We'll go north of what Derek Carr just got in terms of guaranteed money. We'll do kind of a, a more normal quarterback deal where you're paid handsomely. You're the CEO of my organization. I can surround you with good offensive linemen and actual wide receivers. And we'll go from there. I can't do this. You know, who knows if he gets Deshaun Watson full, you know, 200 some odd million, even if it's 160, 170, 180 guaranteed. I can't do that. Well, and I love the guy. He also just has not played anywhere near the level he played at as an MVP since then. That was 2019. That yep. was four seasons ago. No one talks about this. I listen to people talking about Lamar Jackson all the time, all day long. I watch every TV show and people talk about Lamar Jackson as if last year was the MVP year. He's had three seasons since then. He has gotten worse just about every single year statistically. That isn't to say that he's not still really good. I think he is. And in a league where there aren't 32 good quarterbacks and teams are desperate for one, this guy who's one of the great playmakers we've ever seen and is a recent Most Valuable Player Award is going to draw interest. But you're asking teams to look the other way after back-to-back seasons where you couldn't finish the year healthy, where you've missed a quarter of the season or more, two straight years, where he's never played a full season as a starter. And on top of that, I'm supposed to not be worried about the fact that your QBR went down three straight years, that your rating, that your touchdown percentage and interception percentage trended in the wrong direction. Whatever metric you're looking at, your completion percentage, Went from 64 to 66 to 64 to 62. Like everything has gone down almost annually since 2019. And he gets hurt a lot. And I'm giving up two ones and trying to fully guarantee you a contract. It just seems like a lot to ask. What do you guys think is going to happen with Lamar Jackson? It just became official. The Ravens have placed, as expected, the non-exclusive franchise tag on their quarterback. You're listening to Grant and Danny on the fan. Lamar Jackson, tagged by the Ravens, can now negotiate with other teams. If he can get a deal in place, somebody willing to 
sign him to an extension that works for him. If the Ravens don't match it, that team will have to forfeit two first-round picks, which is what I think will eventually happen. Now, I did see, apparently the Atlanta Falcons, according to Diana Rossini, are not interested in trading for Lamar Jackson, which surprises me a little bit. That seems like a mistake. They were hugely in on Deshaun Watson. So what changed? Unless you're convinced that Desmond Ritter's good, I don't think that could possibly be the case. So maybe they've just decided they're going for all in in round one for a quarterback this year. Yeah, or maybe they don't love Lamar Jackson at that price, right? I mean, good. but why would you have loved Deshaun Watson at a bigger price after a layoff? Like, how is that possible? Deshaun Watson, who hasn't played in a couple of years, yeah. with all the baggage he's got, and the press conference we're going to have to have when we hire him and people picketing outside our facility at a higher price, we'll do that. But the guy that won the MVP award where Watson's never gotten a vote, yeah, we're not interested. Injury. That's the only reason. I mean, I'm, what am I doing? I'm sitting there speculating, trying to figure it out. Maybe it's because they don't want to give that up for a guy with an injury track record. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But to me, this is exactly what the Atlanta Falcons should be doing. The way that they're built, the way that they're designed, with Arthur Smith and company, this is the perfect fit. This th- That would be the best landing spot I could think of outside of Baltimore for Lamar Jackson. All right, so then let's find teams that would be willing maybe to try to trade for him. Vegas was linked to Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, as of right now, looks like he's most likely going to the New York Jets if he's not going to be a Green Bay Packer. And by the way, we should point out that the Jets are sending people to Rodgers to talk tomorrow from their organization. I guess the conversations will start tonight into tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Nothing's imminent. Nobody's saying that that deal is going to happen. But... I would say that's pretty far down the line. I mean, a year ago, there was no conversation with any other that. teams. Yeah. He just decided he was going back to Green Bay. So uh-huh. this is not one year ago, and it's certainly starting to look like he could end up playing for the Jets. What about Vegas for Lamar? Stands to reason, right? Makes sense. Now that you've moved on from Derek Carr, there's nobody that's, you know, burning a hole in your pocket, a la Jordan Love in, in, in Green Bay or Rodgers previously. That would, st- that would be something that you could do, couple it with Josh Jacobs, the leading leader in yards from scrimmage last year. You got Devontae Adams. You, he's never had a, a bona fide, legit, honest-to-goodness number one wide receiver to throw to. Add in Darren Waller, a tight end. Not quite Mark Andrews in terms of physicality, but a hell of a receiver. I'd be intrigued if I was the Raiders. Carolina Panthers. I was reading yesterday via Peter King his Football Morning in America piece for NBC. Certainly not at SI anymore, you may remember. No, of course. Right. Remember when he came on with us? I was like, Peter King, once at SI, now at NBC. And he's like, like, I'm not at SI. I've been four years clear of SI. Like, oh, my bad. Okay. We won't acknowledge those Bye. days. But um, the legendary writer who's super plugged in, he said yesterday in his FMII piece that I was reading that David Tepper has made it known to everyone in the Panthers building, they will solve quarterback this offseason. Like, if you're here... Your job is to go get a quarterback right now. Your job is to not wait. Your job is to not find me a quarterback next year or the year after. I've been patient. I've been playing that game. You weren't here, so you didn't benefit from that patience. But you will pay the price now for me wanting my quarterback today. By the way, David Tepper might also be Danny Ruye with billions of dollars. It's not the current regime's fault I don't have one. It's everybody's fault. Decades. You're paying for it. Now. Right now. So yesterday, what was kind of being floated is, the Panthers are picking in the top eight, and they're in a really good spot to trade up to get a quarterback if that's what they want to do. You can either stay put and hope that one of the big four falls to you, or you can move ahead of the Raiders who pick 
I think, one spot earlier and, and go get a guy. But what if they got in on Lamar Jackson? Is that possible? I mean, the Saints needed a guy. They went and got Derek Carr. Uh-huh. That entire division, for the first time in any division since 1973, it's going to be new quarterbacks. The Bucks don't have anyone. They don't make sense for Lamar. Might be Kyle Trask. The Falcons, I would think Ritter's going to start this year. It was Mariota last year. The Panthers are the only other team where if you go get Lamar with that defense, they went 500 last several weeks under Steve Wilkes. They win the division or, or be a, a fringe playoff team coming off 7-10 and 10 uh-huh. with Reich replacing Matt Rule, I would think. Why do you say no way to Tampa? Is it just, is it cap situation? Is it that uh, they're old? Money's awful. Yeah. Cap is a bad situation. Team is old. They're going to be cutting or moving on from several guys. And I, I also just, I look at that team with an arrow, big, dark. Big arrow going down. Colored red arrow going down. Only idea I had there. And I agree with you, just because I said no to Tampa too, but then I'm like, well, why necessarily? The only idea I had maybe was if we go last window with with the the aging veteran core of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, who's always hurt. You know, I don't. You're moving on from Leonard Fournette, but you got Rashad White. Offensive line is okay when healthy. Maybe you know, like one of those kind of things where this is a short term, two three year window type deal. Maybe we'll figure the rest out. But I, I'm with you. I instinctively say no. Nobody in the NFC North makes sense. NFC West. San Francisco needs the possibility of a veteran for a year, but certainly not in Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. Seattle just re-upped with Geno. Yeah, that's a no. The Rams are a no for a lot of reasons. Cardinals have Kyler Murray. NFC East, Washington is not happening. The Giants are going to lock up Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott, and Jalen Hurts. So in the NFC, I would say, if Atlanta's actually out, as has been reported by Rossini, I think Peter Schrager, and some others, Carolina's really the only team in the conference that I would think might be in play to go get Lamar Jackson. Move over to the AFC. I could see the Giants as a Hail Mary play. Because I'm with you. They're, they're about they're, to sign Daniel Jones. Yeah, but what a better option to run. A, how much better is Lamar Jackson doing what Daniel Jones did this past year, where they won nine games by having him run around a lot, throwing some, mostly short, not a particularly good passer last year. You need something. It would take you two firsts for that upgrade. Yeah. And you'd pay him more money. And Daniel yes. Jones outplayed Lamar Jackson last year. Mm, I don't know about in football. But you'd have... Daniel Jones didn't have a better year than Lamar Jackson? I don't think so. It's roughly equivalent. A way worse runner. Similar, you know, negative, well, I'm not talking low about EPA as a sets. passer. I'm talking about their production last year. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, listen, Jackson was hurt, obviously, uh, for a huge portion of last year. But similar numbers in terms in terms of that. I mean, you have it, that'd be an upgrade. But it's probably not feasible. I'm just saying it's a Hail Mary. I, I wouldn't count on it. I wouldn't bet on it. But I don't think everyone's in love with Jones. I mean, the Giants seem to like him a lot as they're about to pay him $37 million a year. So maybe everyone isn't. They weren't when he came out of Duke either. But it seems like the Giants are moderately content. They'll be tagging him in the next hour or 20 minutes, I guess, is the deadline uh, as they try to beat the clock with with the contract here. But my list is one in the NFC. If you want to throw in kind of a mystery team or, or New York, that's cool too. AFC. Miami is interesting. I'll say this. Miami is fascinating. However, Mm -hmm. this is weird. Miami can't actually talk to Lamar until after the draft, according to Mike Florio. Did you see this? Why is that? Because they lost their draft pick for the tampering stuff that happened. He cannot talk to the Dolphins until after the 2023 draft. At that point, he would be able to negotiate with them and sign an offer sheet. 
Before that, Miami's off limits because they do not have a first-round pick. They're not able to acquire one, essentially, based on what happened. Fascinating. So, so and, and also, I, I too, is health. A, like yeah. a heavy hitter in this conversation. I actually think Miami makes more sense, to be honest, than, and maybe not more sense, but every bit as much sense as Carolina. But that almost rules them out or makes it really, really hard. The logistics of it don't make sense, right? In, in other words. And the other, I mean, the the Tua's health is such a massive variable there because the arrow was trending up on him finally after some time where it just didn't look like it was going to work and it wasn't happening. Enter Mike McDaniel, enter a couple excellent receivers, Tyreek Hill and company. And now all of a sudden, maybe you feel content. But again, the health situation there is is the variable. Plus, I forgot about that draft pick that they lost. Minor detail? Yeah, it's a pretty big detail. Uh, so then go to, I mean, the rest of the division, irrelevant, right? Jets are going to Pittsburgh, maybe no, make their Cleveland, play no. for uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, I wonder, though, let's say the Aaron Rodgers thing doesn't work out at all. I said earlier, and I asked you this, what the heck did the Jets do if they can't get Rodgers? Then maybe it's this. Rodgers was their number one, end-all, be-all. But they talked themselves into, if the Rodgers thing doesn't work, maybe you go get Derek Carr. Well, it just so happened that he actually moved fast enough that Carr's actually in New Orleans mm-hmm. already, and Rodgers looks likely to go to the Jets. But if something were to fall through, their meetings with him today net a result other than that he could be coming to New York. Are you really going to start? I'm just coming up with names, but Garoppolo or Dalton or Mike White. Beg Mike White to resign. Come I mean, on. Think about the starter kit, though, in, in for the Jets. Think about that. Garrett Wilson, stud. Brees Hall, stud. Decent offensive line, I feel like. That defense that was pretty damn good and got let down time after time after time by that offense, that's not a bad landing spot. So I would put them in a a lot of things have to happen tier two for me. Holding pattern, yeah. You know, like right now it makes no sense because I think they're all in for Aaron Rodgers. And I actually will continue to bet on Aaron Rodgers ending up there. It's certainly trending that way over the last 24 hours, at least publicly. So I've got just the Panthers and the Dolphins as possible Lamar Jackson landing spot so far. Uh, AFC West, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos all out. We did say the Raiders would make some sense. Raiders make sense to me. So now we're up to three teams. It's crazy when we when we always talk about how many teams need quarterbacks and then you do an exercise like this. Connecting dots with big money and uh-huh. draft picks, the, the market is very small. Because this is such an enormous investment. This is a transformative shift kind of thing where you're just sitting out of a draft for two years plus paying top of the market, top, 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 top money. What about the three AFC South teams that need QBs in varying degrees? The Colts, who look like they're about to draft one. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't spend picks and that money on Lamar when I'm in the top five and could get the number one pick. Right. For that great asset of a rookie deal quarterback. Same conversation, though, on the Texans. D'Amico right. Ryan's brand new head coach. There's the third team, though. The Titans. Wouldn't that make sense? Who knows if they have the financial wherewithal to do it? But that that screams to, to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they would obviously move Tannehill. They would, right? That would free up. I mean, he's had one of the top five biggest numbers at the cap number at the position the last two years. Uh, so I would put them maybe in the same tier as the Jets. Like, hey, a lot of things would have to happen, but maybe eventually you could make this make sense. So really, we found three teams. I mean, if you wanted to throw another one or two in there, fine. But Panthers, Dolphins, Raiders. It's not a ton of teams is the point. It gets pretty hard if you're Lamar to uh-huh. get the money you want and the picks that the Ravens need. We'll uh, make our predictions on what happens, and then we'll hit our double play next. 800-636-1067 is the number on Grant and Danny here on The Fan.
Double play coming up on Grant and Danny. What's going on in our lives? Nothing to do with sports. Top of the hour at 4 o'clock ahead of our Beltway Blitz. We've got a four-pack of Caps tickets that could be yours. Last night, three of the greatest world uh, words that we've got in the world, the late-night Caps, 4-2 loss to the Kings. We did get a goal from Alex Ovechkin. We've reached the point of the season now after that loss. It's pretty much all over with in terms of the playoff chase. Did Ovi score or not? That's really what's now become. That's the most my important. tracker, and the answer is yes. And how about Rasmus Sandin? The new defenseman scored last night as well. He's smooth, man. He's a good player. He's got a little game to him. Love that trade. Brian McClellan is good. Like He is a very, very good GM. He was on our show yesterday, by the way. You can uh, go grab that at thefandc.com, grantanddanny.com slash audio. All right, Danny, where will Lamar Jackson be taking a snap on the first down of the first drive of the season opener? Boring answer, but Baltimore. He's not leaving. He's going to stay, whether it's on this tag or some sort of matched offer or whatever else. Baltimore does not have a plan B right now. He's going to be a Baltimore Raven. He will be a Miami Dolphin. Lamar Jackson will be a Miami Dolphin. Will be their starting quarterback this year. How's he going to be that if Tom Brady's that? That's funny. Zinging. I heard a little Zinging bit Zinging over that. here. Brady is funny and good on social media, but also a little bit annoying. Have you gotten any of the annoyance part, or is uh, that just yes. me? No, I'm annoyed. Like today, he was like, Anyone who thinks I'm coming back has never gotten their daughter a, a cat. And it's like, oh, I get it. You just got your daughter a cat that you're taking care you of. You just want to let everyone know. Thanks for thanks for that, Tom. Thanks, TB. But like, it'd be one thing if everyone didn't make it like it was the best tweet ever, but it's like, I know. man, this Tom Brady guy, he can type just that's like That's what us. it is, Grant. It's not so much that he's, I mean, doing what middle-aged, that's what he is. He, he's he just and a dad. I, yeah. He's just a, a dad making a bad joke. Middle-aged awkward dad's doing dad bits. Yeah. But everyone's yucking it up and slapping their knee like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Now, you thought you were the hot dad at one point, only to find out you weren't the hot dad. Well, I, yeah, can, I, can, we, no, can we say it fairly? I hoped I was the hot dad. But you also kind of thought. I okay. Can you imagine Fairness. dropping your kids off if you're Brady? Yeah, he you is the, are hot, the dad. hot dad. I thought there might be a shot that I was the hot dad. I I was talked into believing that maybe there was a chance. I actually referred to a kid in my daughter's class today. I uh, had called. I was telling my wife like, "Yeah, I dropped the kid off, whatever," and I was doing this, this, and she, when I was leaving, I noticed that someone so was coming. I'm like, you know, that's the kid with the hunk of a dad. He's the hot dad in the class. <laughs> my wife's like, "What? I'm what? Like, She's got. He's got." You know, she's got, like, a really hot dad. And my wife pretended like she had no idea what I was talking about. Which either means that she's never been there when that dad dropped that kid off. Or she has. Or she's really nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go to Tony in Annandale, home of the Adams. What's Tony? up, Tony? Ah, there's, there's too much going on here. I got to tell you guys, okay? Rough hour on the phones, if I'm gonna if I'm going to be honest. And from some regulars as well. We can do better than this. Here we go. Uh, let's get it going here. All right, right. The day is young. We got till 6.30. You're not going to start every game hot. We're, look up at the scoreboard. We're down 10 nothing. We got time left. We've got some time. We can make up for this. When got we it. call, our radios are down, right? When we call, we are ready. We are locked in. This is a mission. We're, this is a job. This, we're not lollygagging here, okay? We're, our job is to keep this train on the tracks. You try to derail us, you're not coming with us. Mm-mm-mm. Not everybody gets to board, but Mm-mm-mm. I got faith in you guys. Guys, 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 guys. Thank you, Ron. Thanks, Ron, buddy. It is time for our double play. What's going on in our lives? Nothing to do with sports. You ever have one of those fits, Jeeps, where you go, 
we're paying for too much stuff. And you throw your hands in the air and and, and you're on a warpath. I do that once a month or so. Yeah. I just had mine. Now, something brought it on where I go, we're cutting money. No one's doing anything. No one eat. Everyone go to the basement with the lights off. What brought it on? It's not a big deal. Actually, it is. Point is, I had one of those fits where I go, we're, we're cutting. We're in the cutting mode. And like, it, this is what, this is my equivalent of this. My wife does more than anybody else does on the planet. As far as I'm concerned with full-time job and all the meals she has to cook and everything else. There are these moments where when she's cleaning, God help us all. Where get just get out of the way, please. Get out of get do not do anything to get in the way. Do not do it. Do not ask any questions. Just get along. And like you, you get these, what's this? You, you don't really want to know what the object is. You want to know, you know, why is it here? Why is it in space? Why is it where I am? This is my version of that, where I become a tyrant, where I'm like, $3.99 a month. That's ridiculous. We're canceling Pandora or whatever. You know, like little tiny things that make people happy. I've decided now we're on a warpath. The hardest thing in the world to do, as far as I'm concerned, is quit a streaming service. Because all I wanted to do after we'd finished watching all of the uh, kick-ass Yellowstone-related content on Paramount+, Plus, it's like five bucks a month. But I'm on this warpath. I got all this momentum. I just wanted to cancel it. That's the hardest thing in the world to do. That's harder than calculus. It's harder than landing a man on the moon. It's harder than shooting a rocket to derail the path of an asteroid to save humanity. I couldn't figure it out. I tried for hours. And everything I did made it worse. And I got angrier and angrier. And I couldn't explain to anybody why. Because I was already the bad guy cutting people's joy. That's what's going on in my life. Yeah, I do that. I will just... A lot of times it's brought on by like looking at a bank account that's lower than you want it to be. Yeah. You just go, not anymore. Yep. The first thing I go is, I got to stop eating out. And then I go, I'm not going to do that. So what else can we do? So cut? you guys are going to suffer. I could stop going to the Green Turtle and get myself a delicious chicken sandwich. Or we could get rid of all the apps on our TV. All of our entertainment. Every show we've ever watched is gone. Ted Lasso is going to be great. Not in this household. Oh, no. No, Ted Lasso is going to be here. Don't worry. Ted Lasso will survive. March 15th. Gonna happen. What? How many days is that? What days? Is that? Uh, we got about a week till old Ted Heck comes yeah. back. Teddy ball game. That's the one show I will say that everyone told me was great, and then I watched it, and it, it for me it, over the expectations. I really, really loved it, and I was way late to the game. But uh, season three, which is the last ride, I believe they're not doing any more, starts in a little over a week. All right, we got that four pack of Caps tickets for you next here on G and D next hour. If you had to bet on Sam Howell's competitor at quarterback this coming season, would you go with Taylor Heineke or the field? That's coming up this coming hour on Grant and Danny. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.